So last week we had Autobop, which I consider to be the shining example of season two absurdity. This week we get the introduction of the female Autobots. I swear, each episode of this season is a beautiful gift. So here's the thing about female Autobots. I don't care for them. And this isn't another one of those cranky Optimus Prime isn't a monkey rants. This is actually a lot simpler. Think about it. To this point, Transformers haven't been designated with any kind of sex at all. Sure, they speak with deeper voices, but that's it. As far as we know, they don't have, you know, genitals. They're robots. Dividing them into male and female at this point in the series suddenly creates this incredibly awkward retroactive sexism. Because if there are girls, there's only a few of them. And they got left home while the boys were off fighting the war. So it's not that I'm against the idea of female Transformers, it's that I don't like the idea of them having any gender at all. And anyway, we're going to see some new Transformers being created in a few episodes, and their creation has nothing at all to do with robot procreation, which means it's an aesthetic choice, apparently. Or something. Okay, enough of that. So these are the female Autobots, Firestar, Moonracer, and Chromia. They break into a Decepticon storage facility and attempt to steal some Energon cubes, but Shockwave discovers them first. Then he gets his ass kicked by a couple of girls. You know, I could get used to this. Shockwave has to call back to Megatron and report his ridiculous failure, but rather than mock him, which is what I would do, Megatron actually sends a team to assist. Meanwhile, the female Autobots return their ill-gotten gains to their leader, Alita-1, who is pink, because she's a girl. Alita's concerned that Shockwave may now know the location of their base, so she decides to contact Alpha Trion. Hey, that's the guy in the episode title. Alright, so this is Alpha Trion, this old wizard-looking guy. I could go on about how ridiculous it is for a robot to have a beard and mustache, but I kind of used up my ranting energy earlier. So not only can some robots grow breasts, but others can grow facial hair. Fine. Whatever. Actually, despite the ridiculousness, I think he looks kind of cool. And beyond that, we're actually starting to get into some cool backstory stuff here. Alpha Trion is sort of the grandfather to all Autobots, so wise old sage who lives in hiding somewhere on Cybertron. Why he isn't leading instead of the idiot they have now, I can't say. Oh, and Alpha Trion warns Alita not to use her special power, which I'm sure is a thing we'll never hear about again. So Starscream and his team begin their search. Rumble, activate your pile driver arms and shake the hens out of their nest. You see? You see? We didn't have this kind of catty sexism before. Bringing female Autobots into it isn't empowering, it's just an excuse for... Alright, I'll stop. Having captured Alita 1, Megatron calls Prime to gloat. Apparently they're lovers, you see. Alita 1 and Prime, I mean. Not Prime and Megatron. Well, four million years is a long time. Who knows about that? We'll put a pin in that idea and come back to it later. But anyway, Megatron demands that Prime surrender or he'll kill his girlfriend. And like any good villain, he gives him two Earth hours to decide. And there's absolutely no chance that Prime will take advantage of that and... Oh look, he's on his way to Cybertron. And here's a hastily concocted bit of retconning for you. I will return for you as soon as we need. I want to go with you! It's too dangerous! Go back! She's gone. Sure, that totally happened in the pilot. Remember that scene? Back at the Ark, a bunch of red guys figure out that Optimus is going to Cybertron and decide to go after him. Man, so all the red guys just hang out together? Are Transformers racist, too? Oh, and incidentally, everyone gets to Cybertron via the Decepticon space bridge. They haven't built a space bridge of their own, nor are they using the guy who turns into a giant rocket to get there. They just help themselves to the space bridge. Jerks. Optimus shows up, and of course, is immediately imprisoned. 
should finish you off? Wait, I have a better idea. Um, thankfully we cut away before we find out exactly what Shockwave has in mind. The other female Autobots, who've been trapped in their hideout all this time, blow up the stolen Energon cubes and escape. Would this be an appropriate time to say, you go, girls? No, because never is a good time to say that. Trick question. Back on Earth, the red guys are standing some distance away from the space bridge and mention that if Prime can get past those guards, so can they. I should note that there were no guards around when Prime came by, and there don't seem to be any visible there now. But I still like the sentiment. Our leader's nothing special. If that idiot can do it, we definitely can. Starscream, meanwhile, hangs Prime over a pit of boiling acid, which, much like Megatron's you have two hours to comply, is standard villain business. Don't just drop him in, hang him there for a while first. Starscream orders him cut free, and Prime plummets helplessly toward the lava. But then Alita uses her special power and saves the day. I feel surprised by this development. Utterly surprised. Oh, Alita's special power? Some kind of glowing lights. Which is basically the robot equivalent of the super lame Marvel superhero Dazzler. The power of disco. Yippee. Naturally, her special power drains her of all her life force and leaves her nearly dead. So she tells Prime to take her to Alpha Trion, the only useful Autobot on the planet. Or any other planet, probably. That's right, with about six minutes to go, we finally begin the titular search for Alpha Trion. The red guys show up and fight their way out of Shockwave's office, then meet up with the girls. Conveniently, each of the female Autobots is dating one of these guys. Either that's extraordinarily unlikely, or these girls are huge slu- Hey, look at that! They found Alpha Trion! Turns out the only thing that can save her is for Prime to take this hose thing from his midsection and connect it to her midsection. Good night, everybody! Now it's time to check in with my YouTube comments. In response to my review of SOS Dinobots, Kraken Dude 2 writes, Fuck you. Beast Wars was awesome. You suck donkey ass. Dinobots kick ass. Fucking G Winer. And if your tiny brain doesn't know what a G Winer is, it's someone who likes G1. It was okay, but it was also repetitive and had an assload of animation errors, and hates all other Transformer show. Cocksucker. You know what, Kraken dude? You're absolutely right. I appreciate you showing me the error of my ways. I would definitely give the other Transformer show a look. Cocksucker to you too! Uh.